Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hey there, Rick Sage recording at the Rimrock Studios in Bishop, California. Welcome to Season 2 of the Outdoor Biz Podcast, where I speak with retailers, brand managers, athletes, executives, and others in the outdoor biz and share their stories, tips, advice, productivity tricks, and ideas you can use to take your career or business to the next level. This episode is supported by Cabbage. If you need flexible small business financing, Cabbage has the answer. Cabbage helps small business owners access capital right away without any headaches. Apply online or from your phone. You'll get an automatic decision and you can use any amount you need when you need it. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses with $4 billion in funding. Visit cabbage.com slash outdoor biz. When you qualify, you get a $50 Visa gift card and you can use it anywhere. That's cabbage with a K. K-A-B-B-A-G-E dot com slash outdoor biz. I'm happy to be speaking with Dave Mathias from Centerstone Technologies on the show today. Dave tells us how he got excited about the outdoors growing up in Michigan and a funny story involving marshmallows as a kid on a ski trip. We talk about how Centerstone grew out of the buyer's page and how brands, reps, and retailers are now using Centerstone to manage and process orders. Good morning, Dave. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, good. How's it going? You guys busy out there? Uh, we're very busy, always. Great. <laughs> good, good. Um, so my first question is, I'm curious how you went from a BA in English to roles with Experion and now Centerstone. Yeah, my um, my BA in English is from DePauw University in Indiana. Okay. And it just served as a great foundation to um, be able to read and write, you know, quite well. Um, I also got some uh, background in literature, which was, was helpful. Hmm. Um, I moved to Denver about 25 years ago to pursue an MBA here, and I hooked up with uh, Tom Detmer and Kenny Edwards, who are our CEO and CFO. We've um, started three companies, and um, I spent some time at Experian, actually, as a result of them purchasing one of our companies. Oh, interesting. And how long were yeah. Experian? I forgot. I looked that up, but I forgot. A uh, couple of years. I've actually um, been employed by them technically twice. Um, and <laughs> Uh, have have been in in and out, so probably a total of five years. Gotcha. Uh-huh. And so the BA in English, did you ever have aspire to be a writer? Um, I do a lot of writing. I, I um, I'm sure you write a lot of technical stuff and for the yeah, business. Just yeah, just as a as a sales professional, I end up right. doing a, a lot of writing and a lot of presenting and communicating. Right. Um, I do some writing, uh, just sort of personal reflection type writing, but oh, I cool. don't do I don't do any. Uh, I don't aspire to publish a book or anything like yeah, that. You don't have a blog or anything? No. Well, I, I contribute to our company blog there on occasion. Yeah. But yeah. Good. Yeah. And how'd you get into the outdoors? Where'd that inspiration come from? 
Yeah. Um, I'm from the Midwest originally, and my family did a lot of camping when I was younger. Um, I also was involved in the scouting program in my community, um, mm-hmm. actually all the way through, uh, till the time I went to college, and we did quite a lot of uh, outdoor activity. So I've always always enjoyed the outdoors, and mm-hmm. um, I started skiing when I was five wow. uh, at, at Boyne Mountain in Michigan. So oh, okay. there's actually a, a funny story there. I uh, <laughs> Last day we were skiing, I went into the lodge and filled my pockets with little marshmallows <laughs> from, from the hot chocolate stand, and uh, they, of course, melted in the car back to Chicago. <laughs> and uh, my uh, my dad was not pleased, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you filled your, your pockets to snack on the mountain, right? Uh, to snack in the car on the way home, oh, and of course, yeah, yeah. of course, oh. they all melted. Oh man, what a mess! Yeah, I'm sure your yeah, dad was not so happy having to buy a new we were, pair. We were on the side of the road. Uh, I was in my tidy whities, and my uh, dad was angry, and my parent, my mom, and brother were laughing their heads off. <laughs> Hopefully, there's no photos of that. No, no photos. <laughs> That's good. Um, good memory, though. Yeah, but yeah. Did you ever work in outdoor retail? You know, I, ha- I have not. I spent a lot of time as a kid um, at Active Endeavors and mm-hmm. Year One in Chicago. Yeah, uh, but I've I've actually never worked in in on the retail side myself. So you've been a shopper, not a not a worker. Being. A shopper and yeah. a hanger outer. Yeah, right, right. And do you still do a lot of camping and outdoor stuff in Colorado? I'm sure you do. We do. Yeah, yeah. we do uh, a couple times a summer for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really, my family um, revolve. You know, we we spend time together mostly on the mountain skiing. Oh, cool. It's been a little thin the last couple of years. I guess last year was really good, but this year's... We had a good year last year. This year, of course, has been uh, been a little thin, but uh, we're all expecting it in March and April. Yeah, we're supposed to get um, a big storm coming here the end of this week, so hopefully it'll be to you next week, yeah. Uh, we hope so. That'd yeah, we definitely need the precipitation. No doubt, yeah. So <laughs> tell our listeners a little bit about Centerstone. What do you guys do? Yeah, we, um, we're a... Uh, company that provides a b2b and merchandising platform to the outdoor industry as well as other industries we focus primarily um on apparel and footwear companies and there are some intricacies around footwear and apparel that our software addresses Mm. Um, primarily the users of our software which are reps and retail buyers and customer service professionals manage all aspects of their wholesale ordering on our platform Right, it's very slick. I I was uh, let's see, we were exploring that when I was with Umqua a few years ago, I think. Sure, I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were part of the group that started Centerstone, right? Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was involved in the company in its earliest years. Um, we were actually a company. If you've been in the industry for a while, we were a company called the Buyers Page. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So around 2000, we recapitalized the company and moved out of our original offices, which were in a strip mall in Lakewood, Colorado. <laughs> and uh, we've rebranded the company in 2000 as Centerstone. And it, it uh, was an exciting time and it's been a, a great ride ever since. Yeah, you guys have been on a roll. So what have been some of your greatest challenges in getting that off the ground? Yeah, um, certainly in the 90s and early 2000s, it was a very, very much of an evangelical sale. There was uh, not much to the concept of e-commerce at that time. And there were absolutely no companies doing direct to consumer at that time. So mm-hmm. we were, you know, kind of pioneering a, a new space. Um, and one of the biggest challenges was that I would talk to retailers and they would say, when you have more brands, more, more of my meaningful <laughs> brands on your platform, 
you know, I'll, I'll use it more. And yeah. of course, brands would say the opposite. They'd say when more retailers use it. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a Jacob's ladder. We tried to build up both sides of, of uh, our user community. We've got about 50,000 users today, which we're, you know, we're very proud of. That's great. Yeah. And you guys, let's see, when I was talking to you back in, I think it was 2005, it was like an online catalog. Have you, can people now place orders and it's an e-commerce solution as well? Absolutely. So, um, reps use our tools to do a lot of their selling activities. Mm -hmm. Um, and we receive, you know, preseason orders and then retailers primarily use our application to do reorders or ASAP orders. That's awesome. Um, But, but users can check inventory. They can obviously look at a digital catalog. They can place orders and then they can do all sorts of, uh, uh, merchandising and creating presentations and line sheets in the platform as well. Right. And it's mostly B2B, right? Yeah, it's, it's all B2B. All B2B, got you. And yeah. what are, in addition to outdoor, what are some of the other channels you guys work in? Uh, we do a lot in workwear. Okay. So uh, Carhartt, Dickies are big clients. Um, we do a lot in hunting and fishing. Um, so, so those are some of the other industries mm-hmm. we serve. Got you. And after 15 plus years there, what are you most proud of? Well, I think probably just, you know, the, the growth of the company when, when we started the business in around 2000, we did $30 million of wholesale orders through our platform. And we were, of course, very excited about that. And thought yeah. that was a, you know, a ton of, a ton of revenue for, on behalf of our clients. We, we averaged between two and a half and three billion dollars through our platform wow. uh, each year. That's good. And actually in 2017, we just crossed the $20 billion mark. Uh, for, you know, for the history of the company. So we're, we're super excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. I'd say, I'd say the other thing is that we really are proud of our, our ability to take the company globally. Mm-hmm. So we have offices, um, in Paris, France as well. We manage, uh, we manage, you know, the other side of the world out of that office. We, we collect orders from, I think, 180 different countries. Wow. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely, a, you know, for our clients, we, we work uh, for many of them on a global scale. That's great. Congratulations. That's awesome growth. So how has the the challenges that retailers are facing these days impacted you guys? I mean, doesn't you guys well, have grown tremendously, so it doesn't doesn't seem like it's impacted you very much. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously it's it's uh, an observation that, that retailers – particularly specialty retailers are, you know, becoming fewer. The good ones obviously are thriving. Right. And, you know, we like to think that we're helping them be more efficient and, uh, you know, and supporting their, their business. Obviously we don't do a ton with, uh, big box retailers. Okay. So the Nordstrom's and, the you know, uh, academies and Dick sporting goods, they might use our application either for merchandising purposes or perhaps to check inventory, but they they convey their orders to their brands in a different manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, and tell us about some nonprofit work that you guys do. Yeah, uh, on a personal note, I work uh, very passionately with an organization uh, that's that's based here in Denver called Love, Hope, Strength, and it's a company that swab uh, an organization that swabs cheeks um, at typically concerts and other types of events. Um, to put people on the bone marrow registry, the national oh, bone marrow that's registry. That's pretty cool. So, um, oftentimes I find myself at Red Rocks or a theater here in Denver, um, conferences. You know, we had a booth at SIA for a number of years. 
Um, but we try to get people to um, get on the list. And, and one of the most challenging parts of having a blood-based cancer is that it's hard to find a match. Right. And so uh, a comp- an organization called DKMS is the National uh, Bone Marrow Registry. So we, we forward all of our swabbed samples to them and they they organize a national registry so that's, ah, very cool. that's something i feel great about we actually um have uh matched about 2500 individuals um from our efforts here in the united states wow, so, that's great well we'll link to both of those in the show notes that's awesome thank you yeah, yeah. We're, we're pretty excited about that and then on a corporate level we sponsor and support uh the colorado outward bound school okay uh, quite extensively. And then, uh, I think, you know, Tom Detmer, who yeah. is our CEO and he's a board member at the Yellowstone Foundation. So we do, oh, right. we okay. do quite a bit with them as well. We'll link to all those things too. And what yeah. else? So we talked about camping and skiing. Any other outdoor activities you participate in? Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little bit older in my, in my age. So I, I primarily do lower impact, uh, types of things now. I, <laughs> we I all <ski>. do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, uh, I ski quite a bit, um, uh-huh. and, and that's certainly one of my favorite things to do. I'm, I, I bike as well. Uh-huh. Um, I swim in the summers okay. uh, quite quite often, and then I um, do do yoga a few times a week as well. Oh wow! You know I've tried um, that, and I just have not been able to pull that off consistently. I got to stick with that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really um, you know the time I find that yoga is really centering for me. It's a uh, uh, 45 minutes to an hour of just, uh, really focusing on myself and, yeah. and, uh, being present, uh, on oh. my mat. So I really like that as a, as a younger guy, I did a little bit more, uh, adventurous things. I was a whitewater rafter, um, oh. uh, quite, you know, have done a, a, a good handful of trips, including the Grand Canyon. Nice. nice. Uh, and then I was a long distance runner for a long time, but, mm-hmm. uh, those, those days are, are over for yeah, me. Yeah, that's hard on the knees. Yeah. That's, yep. Yeah. And do you have any suggestions or advice for folks wanting to get in the outdoor biz or grow their career or do something like yeah. what you guys have done? You know, I think, I mean, as we all know, the, the outdoor industry is one of relationships. And, yep. and I, I've certainly made some of my best business relationships and, and friendships um, going back as far as uh, the outdoor show being hosted in Reno, Nevada. <laughs> yep. So that, that's a long time ago. It is. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're passionate about outdoors, I think my suggestion is just get involved in any way that you can. Um, you know, whether it's working for a brand or for a nonprofit, you know, working at a retailer, just get, you know, get, get going in yeah. some capacity. Yeah. And I think you'd find that you'd make great contacts and friendships yeah, uh, within the industry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. And uh, do you have any daily routines? Obviously, you do <laughs> yoga, but anything else you do daily to keep your sanity? Have any favorite yeah, apps? Um, you mm-hmm. know, exercise is the is the primary thing, and that obviously includes yep. includes yoga. Um, and, I, and you know, I try to do that at lunch every day. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I you know, I used to run into work, and that was certainly something that um, what you know was a daily thing that really helped me to think about the day and get organized and kind of prepared for the day. But, but as I mentioned, I don't do that as much anymore. Yeah. And, uh, let's see, let's shift gears. Do you have any favorite books or books you give as gifts very often? Yeah. Yeah. The the last book I gave as a gift was called five days at Memorial. I actually gave it to my father and it was about, uh, hurricane Katrina and, uh, Memorial hospital in new Orleans where they had to make some pretty tough decisions about, 
who would get care and, and the hospital flooded and they had to get, you know, evacuate people. So that, Oof, yeah. that, uh, that was a great book. I personally like to read a lot of history books. Okay. Uh, right now I'm reading a book called home going, which is about the slave trade in the 1800s. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Any business books that shape your career? Or? Um, Gosh, you know, I don't know that I have read a yeah. business book recently. I've, I've certainly read uh, some of the Malcolm Galdwell books, mm, I think yeah, is his mm, name. Yeah, yeah. He does uh, some Gladwell, good stuff. excuse me. Gladwell, but, uh, yeah, right. yeah, but um, I don't know that I have. I read, uh, currently I'm reading more for enjoyment when I get ready to yeah. <laughs> jump to bed at night. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. I do the same. How yeah. about, uh, do you have a favorite outdoor gear purchase under $100? Yeah, I don't know if it's quite a hundred dollars, but my most recent purchase was a Never Summer longboard. Okay, and uh, my my kids have them as well. So I live off a of Parkway here in Denver, and uh, we we do a lot of cruising up and down the Parkway. It's a little bit difficult getting up the hill, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely a lot of fun coming down. I'll bet that's pretty fun. Yeah, and yeah, it's of... great. We just you know we, it's a it's not very uh, busy from a traffic standpoint, so you can really carve big turns and and. Uh, cruise down the hill it's great nice pretty relaxing i'll bet very relaxing as long as yeah, no fun, traffic yeah fun to do with the kids yeah, yeah cool and uh, do you have any favorite productivity apps you use regularly yeah i use um i guess i would say probably some of the, the ones that that a lot of people are using I, I use linkedin quite a bit and find that very helpful mm-hmm. um i also do a lot of note taking and kind of organizing myself with a um, an application called Evernote. Oh, yeah, Not sure I love if you're yep, I love familiar Evernote. with that, but yeah. uh, I really enjoy the ability to you know be able to segment different parts of my life and take yeah. take notes and uh, access it on your phone. That's what I love about it. It's and access so it from, handy. from anywhere. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, so that's great. Those are good ones. Yeah, and then uh, as a sales organization, we use Salesforce.com a lot, which I think a lot of people do. But we we manage all of our um, contact information and conversations we've had and reminders, um, some analytics Gotcha. Uh, in that application. So yeah, yeah. it's very helpful. Those are good ones. Are you an iPhone yeah. guy or an Android guy? Uh, I'm an iPhone guy. All right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. I, but of course I have, you know, I have the six where everyone else, everyone else in my family has the eight. <laughs> yeah. That's usually how that works. Exactly. <laughs> You're the last exactly. one to upgrade. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to say or ask of our listeners before we wrap up? Yeah, I think um, I, I would just say that if you're ever in Denver, we hope you'll, you know, you'll look us up. We'd love to have you into our offices and get to know you. And we'd also meet you for a beer for sure. Great. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, I'll do that next time we come out uh, for the show. Yeah, we'd love that. We're very, very happy about having the show here in I'll Denver. Bet. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. And I'd say, you know, that I'd, I'm open certainly to connecting with anyone through LinkedIn. So if, if you have a mind to... uh want to connect with me, I'd, I'd welcome that as well. Cool. We'll put a link to your LinkedIn connection. Anything, uh, Instagram, Twitter, any of those kind of things you do? Yeah. Use? We, we, uh, we have a Facebook page. Center Stone does as well as a Twitter account. And of course, I'd welcome anybody to follow us. And then, you know, I'm reachable at, uh, LinkedIn by my name, Dave Mathias. Uh, and my email is dmathias at Centerstone Tech, which is for technology, T-E-C-H dot com. Perfect. Well, we'll put links to all that in the show notes. And uh, thanks, Dave. It's been great catching up with you. Nice to talk to you. Thanks I look very forward much. to seeing you in Denver. I haven't been, I think you guys moved offices since I was there last, probably. Uh, we may have. Yeah, we're um, downtown, uh, right in an area called Lodo, which is lower downtown. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, very dynamic here, as you, as you know, a lot yeah. of 
lot of young folks moving to Denver. So yeah, cool. um, there's a lot going on down here. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing you then. Thanks. We as well. All right. Thanks, Dave. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Dave Mathias. You can catch up with him on LinkedIn or email him at dmathias at centerstonetech.com. Matthias is M-A-T-H-I-A-S. To find out more about Centerstone, you can go to centerstonetech.com and see all the great services they offer there. You'll find links to everything we discussed in the show notes at theoutdoorbizpodcast.com slash episodes slash 085. Be sure to hit your favorite podcast app and subscribe today. Thanks for listening. Today's podcast is brought to you by WordPress. I've used WordPress to build a number of websites, including Stillwaters Consulting and the Outdoor Biz Podcast. There are a number of themes and plugins available, both free and for purchase, enabling you to easily create the custom look and feel you want. If you're starting an online business, publishing a blog, and looking to take your online presence to the next level, visit theoutdoorbizpodcast.com slash WordPress and get going today. With simple installation tools and thousands of themes to choose from, you'll be up and running in no time. Go to theoutdoorbizpodcast.com slash WordPress and get your site launched today. If you want more of the Outdoor Biz Podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure and go to theoutdoorbizpodcast.com where you find all the episodes, show notes, and much, much more. Thanks for listening, and until next time, be sure and make time to get outside.
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.